Yes, welcome. Yeah, welcome. What a what a wonderful world we're building here over the last uh, seventy two <laughs> hours. Well, um, you wouldn't be talking about Afghanistan, would you? Uh, yeah, I saw a video today of uh, one of the four female uh, pilots in the Afghan Air Force. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, being stoned to death. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I did hear about that, actually. Even as they're um, claiming, the Taliban, that, uh, that uh, women will be respected. Uh, well, I guess unless they're jet pilots. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, the, the videos that are coming out of Kabul are uh, just absolutely heartbreaking. Um, there's, sure. There's no other way to put it. It's a, it's a humanitarian disaster. Absolutely. Right. Um, well, let's see what was, uh, of course, of course, Republicans are having a feeding frenzy to uh, criticize, of course, the administration. Well, I mean, you know, if you want to trace it all the way back, we can go back 20 years, but uh, certainly last, last, early last year when the DOHA, Doha Agreement, was uh, signed. Right, that, that right. All of these events were kind of put in motion at that moment. Uh, certainly, certainly. And... I was very quickly saying that the occupation of Afghanistan was a mistake. So just, you know, to, uh, and I told you so for me, but, um, and I think a lot of people were, you know, well, the United States should never be in the business of regime change. It has never worked, ever, not once. I don't care how far back you go. Um, so that was, and actually, I'm I'm uh, I haven't heard anything from Biden that I would say he's wrong. Well, I mean, this isn't this isn't an ideal situation here. I mean, right. Well, so well, so here's what here's what Fox is, Fox News is is saying. Um, let's see. Uh, here's the headline. U.S. botched Afghanistan reconstruction with staggering mistakes, scathing Inspector General report finds. Um, so, of course, you know, they're tripping over themselves to criticize, you know, not the uh, withdrawal, but the way the withdrawal was done. Um, but honestly, that sounds like so much Monday morning quarterbacking to me. What would you have done? Why would why should we have anticipated how how quickly it was going to fall? Um, well, we, we should have, but but I mean, you know, it, it doesn't take Monday morning quarterbacking for this one. It's it's just a matter of no one's no one's suggesting a, an alternative. They're just saying this is wrong. This was wrong. You know what what was the right way to do it? You know, I still don't know. So they're suggesting that um, we sh we should have started the evacuations. Uh, some time ago, and um, uh, that was, and Biden did address that in in his speech. That uh, yeah, they they did talk about that, but uh, um, Gianni didn't didn't really want to go there uh, because it would you know it would um, 
detract it would it would not be a good look for for the new government um it would it would cause uh distrust um and not confidence in in the new government so that was the the conversation there that's what biden is saying i have no reason to doubt him um and i think i think these various scenarios too uh i mean they have these you know war rooms and you know what could happen and i think i think um I think it happened quicker than they probably thought, but that it would would happen like like this was certainly on the table and given consideration. Um, how should it have been done? Do you have any ideas? Well, I mean, you know, the idea of, uh, of getting everybody out and then the military leaves last is definitely an interesting idea. I mean, it, it seems like, yeah, right. it seems like that, that might have been a good idea, actually. Well, I think that was more or less the idea. Uh, it's just that um, I don't think they expected the government and the army to fold as quickly as it did. And that, like, to me, well, that seems like an intelligence failure from March of last year onward. Uh, because uh, all the reports I'm reading seem to suggest that th this stand down of the Afghan army has been planned and plotted for months now. Uh, you have Taliban leaders going to various regional directors and people in you know in the Afghan army, making cutting deals with them. Uh, you know, to, to, to lay the weapons down as soon as the Americans leave. I mean, yet an army of three hundred thousand people just uh, disappear in the course of 24 hours. That's not, spon well, I, that's I, not I spontaneous. Yeah, I, cer I certainly suspect that, you know, um, planning considered that intelligence. Um, I can't see that. And I, uh, think, they, I, think, I can't I see think they were actionable with it. I, I can't see that they were actionable with it if, if if this is what we end up with. I mean, it was 48 hours and it was over. So there was yeah. no fighting. Yeah. There was no fight back or anything. No. Um, can we control the Taliban better? Is that the idea? I mean, obviously, this is a business decision, right? I mean. Well, <laughs> okay. So, well, that's the interesting thing. Um, so that the Taliban's been a a fighting force for the past 20 years. Now they have to govern and they have to have the support of the people to some degree. This may get rid of the Taliban uh, quicker than, than, you know, fighting them, give them their country back and let them lose it. God, we really look like scumbags here again. Like every time. I don't know. Every time. I, I, I'm, I don't think so. I, I'm, I, I don't think... I'm not criticizing. I'm not critical of Biden very much. Uh, once again, the, the Monday morning quarterbacking, um, so everybody's weighing in, and I don't think they have all the information uh, that certainly the State Department did. Now, I, I think going going in, like Blinken said, and, and Biden said it too, um, we've accomplished our mission in Iraq. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, I, actually, and he mentioned getting Osama, um, you know, and 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 having a re uh, Afghanistan not being a base for terrorism for the past twenty years. Um, so, 
actually the uh, the uh, occupation of Afghanistan really didn't have much to do with getting Osama. That was a you know that was a special forces uh, operation, and it happened in Pakistan. Yeah, there was a couple so, of, a couple of stealth helicopters. Yeah, yeah. So you should probably not be you know trying to point that out too much. But anyway, uh, so I might be a little critical of that, but. Otherwise, no. There's no way to um, color this as a success in any way. I mean, this is the, what what a failure. Trillions and trillions. That was our healthcare, by the way. That was that was our Oh, Afghanistan. Yeah, was, we never should have been there. Yeah, that 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 was our healthcare money. So Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh China got infrastructure during the last 20 years. We got a war with with uh, the Taliban. And we had six companies make a bunch of money. Ah, uh, yes. There's that. You know. Trickle down, though. You know, I mean, trickle down. Yeah, trickle, got... yeah, trickle down from your investment account to your offshore account. You know, <laughs> you know people ask, I mean, people are like, what, what were we doing there for 20 years? Uh, money laundering, it would look like. Yeah. Um, um, I will say this also about Biden. Um, even in, in um, Obama's uh, administration, he was the hesitant one on resurgence, ratcheting up the war in Afghanistan. Um, he was he was more hesitant than Obama was. Uh, a report from the embassy that the president of Afghan Afghanistan that that uh, took off he went to uh, Dubai, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, showed up with 168 million in cash in bags, also. Did you say Gianni? No, the 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 what? No, the the president, the president of, of Afghanistan, Afghan? who 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 retreated. Is that the president's name, Johnny? That might be his name. A hundred and six. You're, you're missing the point here. One hundred and sixty-eight million in. Yeah, cash. right. No, I got that. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you understand? Uh, that's a lot of suitcases. That's a lot of cash. Kind of amazing. Well, this this what well, well, what was this like a long form robbery basically like a, like a huge it was like a heist right well pretty much every war is that I, I can't and Bush Bush must be laughing his ass off I mean uh, to have as we argue over whether Biden or Trump is responsible for this like he started it yeah right he started it remember mission and, accomplished and do you remember mission accomplished do you remember that. When well, that stood, was a wreck. He stood on that aircraft carrier. And that's why Blinken shouldn't say it now. Mission accomplished. No, not really. We never should have been there in the first place. So I would say mission not accomplished. And once again... And, and the, the mission, it was mission impossible, if I can use that. Oh, yeah. Coin that phrase. Probably not, but yeah. <laughs> How about mission improbable? Let's do that. Um, <laughs> I'd say impossible. I, I, regime change is not something that the United States should be involved in, ever. What a fucking mess. Yeah. Well, talking about a fucking mess, um, Texas Governor Abbott test positive for COVID yesterday. This is the no mask mandate, Abbott? Yes. Right. Oh, yes. I mean, it's it's civil war in between school districts and the governors of Texas and Florida. 
Uh, did you see all the experimental extra treatments that he's gotten in the past few days? Like he got this. Oh no, no. Has he what? Like this oh, microbial like, uh, antibody treatment? That's, oh, it's only for oh, it's only for people oh. who are on death's door. He got that. Oh Jesus. Uh, yeah, he's he's loading in. All of a sudden, science is okay. I guess. <laughs> if I was in Texas, I would be scared shitless not to get vaccinated, only because of the Texas energy grid. They might not be able to keep that ventilator plugged in. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're so bad at energy, as a, as their own sovereign republic. Talk about talk about yeah. a failed nation state. Well, and and what's interesting is is these school districts, the few that are that are saying um, masking is part of the school, you know, uh, requirement, um, dress code requirement, mask, and you know the governors are, of those two states are saying we're going to withhold uh, you know funds, and then the federal government Biden is saying. Well, we'll match those ones and and um, and improve them, uh, and so that's got uh, Desantis uh, Desantis panties in a bunch. Can I say that? Probably not. I just don't get the disconnect. Uh, you know, it's like, I mean, I yeah. How can you have two, how can you have two different thoughts like that? Like like uh, requiring masks is too much government control. That's the argument, right? That's too the government's overstepping by by enforcing a mask mandate or, or instituting one, but it's, right. it's okay though, to ban schools from requiring the mask as they're doing yeah. in Florida. So how is that right. not government control? So it's only government control when it's something you're not in yeah. favor of. Yeah. Uh, passing laws against mask mandate. So that's, that's not the government overstepping that. So, because because it's something you want, and then especially when the science is on the side of masking and uh, vaccines. Here's the other one I don't get. Uh, you know, we're we're abandoning those people in Afghanistan. This is all our fault. Okay, so can we bring them here? No, we don't want them here. So, what, so are you concerned that they're in trouble, but you don't want to help them? You don't want yeah. them to come over as refugees, right? So which is it? Do you give a shit about them or not? Because it's kind of similar. well. Hey, do you know what I mean? Like, how can you? We have, have never, you and I, especially, have not understood that medieval thinking, that magical thinking that seems to characterize uh, Republican policy. But it's just the divergent. Look, I, if you want to be a moron, I don't got a pro, I don't have a problem with that. That's your right to be a moron. You can be as dumb as you want. There's no law that says you got to be smart. You know what I mean? We need to form right. a society in such a way where it still functions, no matter what kind of people we got here. We're trying to build a system that works. So it's okay that you can think whatever you want, but at least be consistent. I may be a moron, but I, I try to be consistent about my moronicness. Well, right. So that's that's what I'm talking about. That's a, it's a it's a it's a state of mind that I just don't get. I well, honestly, no, don't I mean, get. obviously, it's the political polarization. So everything's everything's colored in that. So that, that's what's at work. But still, it just seems like I mean, if you're the person thinking it like 
man, uh, oh, Biden really screwed up. Look at all those people. They're in trouble. Uh, we abandoned them. No. Biden, Biden really left them hanging. Okay, let's accept yeah. refugees. No, I don't want to do that. We don't want them here. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I, well, it, it always has seemed to me that if, and it doesn't matter how big the lie, if it'll damage politically your opponent, it's fair game. Say it. You know, go there. Doesn't matter how much uh, how much it's it's false. Doesn't matter how much it's hypocrisy on your part. Where you 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 know a week ago you were saying something completely different. None of that matters. If you think it'll hurt your your opponent, go for it. Hmm. Well, I mean that brings up another point. Um, how many Republicans who you know, speak against masking, who speak against vaccines and have been doing it since, you know, the beginning um, from Trump on down. Uh, how many um, how many people? Uh, oh, what am I trying to say here? I uh, how many Republicans actually believe what they're saying? Well, um, I think the question you're asking is how many people against the vaccine are actually vaccinated themselves and themselves. Yeah. Right. And uh, a lot of them, <laughs> as it turns out, you know, yeah, <laughs> like everybody yeah. at Fox I, News, I, everyone see... you're hearing speak at Fox News is vaccinated fully. Everybody. Right. Tucker Carlson right. is vaccinated. So that means they're just knowingly lying. And it doesn't matter if people if people die because of it. Doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter if people die. So they only give a shit about a, a person when they're in the womb. That's it. <laughs> the moment they're born, that's it. They stop giving a total shit. That's it. F fuck them. Let them get shot. Let them get sick. Doesn't matter. Yeah. F fuck Which doesn't care. make any sense. The only thing that makes sense is that's what their base believes. So that's they're going to feed that. Which is why I'm pro-abortion. You know what I mean? Hey, look, look. Hey, look. If that's God's child, give him full custody. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've never heard it put quite that way, but uh, <laughs> I kind of like it. I'm just saying be consistent. If you don't like people, then don't like them. You know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Consistency. Yeah, that's just, that's that's what we're saying they're not doing. It's It's the... Well, well, they're trying to do it, and the the only marker they're using is uh, okay. Uh, is this are are, are are Democrats in favor of this? Okay, I'm against it. Yeah, that's it. That's that's well, the the other funny the thing is they keep losing. They keep losing in court though, and that's with like Trump appointed judges are shooting them down. And that's even with uh, Mike Lindell's crack cyber team getting all the information. Yes, right, right. Oh. Uh, OAN tried to sue Rachel Maddow. Oh, I saw um, that. <laughs> and they lost. <laughs> they lost the $10 million suit, and they owe two hundred fifty k for uh, legal fees. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I might buy one of those pillows. And Fox is trying to climb out uh, underneath uh, $2.7 billion uh, from Domin you know, suit from Dominion. And the judge is saying, you know, okay, you're not really opinion when, you know, Bob Dobbs is saying right out, outright lies about Dominion. And um, 
not really an assertion of an an, of an opinion. So the and that's where the judge is going so far on that one. No, those weren't opinions. Those were statements of fact. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Republicans weren't jealous of the Taliban in a way, you know, (laughs) I mean, think about it. They, (laughs) They actually overthrew their government in one day. Right. They, right. they accomplished what what the what the magas couldn't do on January sixth, despite being armed, heavily right. armed. They couldn't do it. One day, and what are they doing? They're going to ban abortion. They're going to ban gay marriage. They're going to ban. You know what I mean? They're they're going to start teaching religion in school. They're you know, they're doing all the things that the GOP would do if they had that power. You know. Yes, that's so true. The, the GOP so are true. the GOP are the American Taliban. Yeah. Well, they're fascists. They they want they they admire military power, police power. They're authoritarians like the Taliban. And some of them are religious authoritarians like the Taliban. You know, our our standing in the world like it took a real hit for for 4 years, you know. Um with Trump, with Trump, it, t- it took a real hit. And then, yeah, you know, and then the, uh, the, you know, the COVID came and it looked like we were, we were stepping out of the shadows finally. Uh, you know, the infrastructure bill, there's, you know, th- things we're doing to try to improve the society. Right. And the, and defeating uh, Trump in the election and bringing the smart people back in the room. See, that's how I know there's no political parties in reality. It's all the same team. This is how I know. Okay. Uh, they're getting they they were they made a deal to get out of Afghanistan. We've wanted to for a while. It's a drain. We want to do other things with that money, okay? No president can do this would would do this except for a lame duck one-term president. You know what I mean? Not a moron like Trump, but I'm talking about like a real a politician politician. He's being served up. Oh. There's a reason this is happening right at this moment. You know? He's not running again. Biden's not. Biden has no legacy to destroy. There's nothing to protect moving forward. This is it for him. He got in the White House. That's it. He'll never be damaged with his within his in group. He's the perfect person to do this to get us out of there and have this disaster happen. I'm telling you, they must have cut a deal with the Taliban. They cut a deal. Not the deal. Not the Doha deal. They cut another deal. You mean Biden's team? I'm saying the team team, not Biden's team, the actual team. Uh, did you ever read? Oh, Tom- okay. The backroom team. Did you ever read Tom Clancy's book, Some of All Fears? Did you ever read that book? I did. Um, I did watch the movie. Okay. I, I'm not really familiar with the film, but but the book is uh, probably one of the best geopolitical thrillers ever, probably. Oh, really? Okay. And there's, and well, I mean, it's kind of a, you know, a, a group of fascists set up a false flag operation to try to cause Russia and America to go to war. Uh-huh. Okay. So they do something under the guise of it's Russians doing it, but it's really these hardline fascists, Nazis. Sure. That are doing it. But there is a, there's a line in the book where the president, they're doing a drill. Okay. They're doing like a, an apocalypse drill in the White House. Okay. And the president takes out his security key and he hands it to the director of the NSA and he says, here's my key and he, uh, my name is fifth on the list, he says. So, uh-huh. Okay, so there's a list of security clearances, okay? And the, okay. the president is fifth on that list. 
Oh wow, who's okay? Okay, that, that's that's <laughs> the any, it's a throwaway line in the book. It's never referenced again. But that was that was Tom Clancy kind of tipping his. So there's at least four people who are more important than the president. It would seem that the suggestion is <laughs> that there's some de- <laughs> there's there's some decisions being made by a group of people above the commander in chief, above the highest ranking. Who are these people? Who are these people? And I actually believe that some version of that is true that there are people in the world and it's not just the rich people in america um it it's it's spooks um i think you know, when I, world I, war ii ended they all got together like the the real heads of all the countries not the leaders yeah. but the actual people <laughs> and, and the, they people de- the, the people that run things and they designed they tried to design a, a system for the world you know, we have a show. The, I think the political thing is a show. It's a show for us. So we have we can argue Biden Trump, right? Well, that's what uh, that's what Frank Zappa famously said. Oh, that the the politics is the entertainment division. The U.S. government, yeah, is the entertainment division of the military industrial complex. Prescient. I mean, really. <laughs> I, oh, I I don't think it was prescient. I think it was going on then too. I'm telling you, this this happened at some point in the past. It might have always been the system, you know. Well, to some degree, and I'm being an, an historian myself, and particularly of the British government in the lead up to the American Revolution and losing, you know, their American colonies from you know policy blunders. Um, it is. Yeah, it was a relatively small bunch of guys, uh, at, and not all of them in the government. Some of them at uh, in the Bank of England, and some of them in in the British East India Company, and uh, others in the government too. So, you know, it's not like there's these shadowy guys. No, it's not. I a mean, hidden, there are. It's not a hidden group of people. <laughs> yeah, but not so much, right? And then some of them are in the government. So that is part of the deal. They got in government to, you know to make things happen the way they wanted them to happen. And so they, they are there. And one of them, um, one of them even gets to hold the fifth most important spot too. So that's great. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, that's according to Clancy, but <laughs> the point is well taken. Kubrick, Clancy. I think Ben Affleck was in that movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, the some of all fears. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. and um, and then uh, oh, who's that uh, black actor with the gravitas in his voice and um, Morgan Freeman? Yes, yes. Wasn't he the president in it? Uh, no, he was like uh, I think he was like a security advisor, top not NSA, okay. but just like an advisor to the president. He's yeah. the one who had the, like the back channel to the like the Russians. Like you have like a, a, a mole on both sides, right? Oh right. And it's, yeah. They yeah, set yeah. up the government. Kind of knows who they are, but they kind of let them be autonomous. Both governments, so that there's always like a back channel to have a conver- a conversation. Like if the if all communication breaks down, so we don't have a nuclear war. Is the idea right? Right. Right. 
So these two. So sp- there's so much. It's a system that we don't know. Uh, a question: Were the colonies, the American colonies, were the is was that the Afghanistan to England? Um, to a degree. Uh, they were spending money, was, limited returns, problems, a lot of lot of issues. Uh, couldn't control uh, it. Yeah, I mean, there are are a lot of parallels, some some uh, divergences, but the, I think the parallels are the. Uh, the British merchants and the very top level merchants in, in Great Britain who had a lot of interest in controlling public policy so that to disadvantage um, businesses in the colonies and advantage merchants in England. So uh, how, so Halliburton was, of its time, you're saying? Well, uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, and it was, I mean, the biggest one, of course, was the British East, East India Company and and um, the whole, and they were part and parcel of at every step too. Uh, not only did they have the British Navigation Acts, which um, was an advantage to, um, they had to ship in British ships, they had to, you know, just do all these things, pay taxes uh, in Great Britain and, and all, uh, twice actually, uh, but, um, but they also, the British East India Company I'm talking about, um, were part of these policy decisions. Like um, they had to resend several of these bills where they were taxing uh, Americans. And so the British East India Company says, well, hey, look, uh, we've got a bunch of tea here. Um, and we're, we're kind of losing out against smuggled Dutch tea, which is cheaper in, in the colonies. So let's do this. Rescind all of these other taxes, except on tea. Um, rescind the tax that we have to pay in England. Just We can ship straight from India to the Americas and avoid that tax. And then we'll, you know, we'll put a small tax on, on, on the tea and how can they object to that? That tea's going to be even cheaper than the smuggled Dutch tea. We'll win here. It sounds very reasonable. It sounds like Costco. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, yeah. I don't give a shit where it comes Completely from. Completely misunderstood the American attitude, though. And so the, the Americans dump the tea in the We have trouble with numbers as a society. It's, we, can't, we can't visualize things mathematically very well for some reason. We're not that good at that. I don't know. Uh, right. I don't the know. Bigger they get, the further away. Yeah. Well, like uh, sometime in the eighties, A and W came out with a, a third pound hamburger, right? Oh yeah. Like a one third pound hamburger to challenge the quarter pound burgers that were available at all the other fast food places, <laughs> right? I mean, that's a great idea, right? You, no denying. Now you have the biggest burger. That's gonna be that's gonna be a killer idea, right? Yeah, right. Uh, well, no, it was a massive failure because Americans don't understand that one third is bigger than <laughs> one quarter. Oh, three is a smaller number three than is four. Three a smaller number than four, <laughs> and therefore it must be a smaller thing as a fraction. So that's that. That's fractions. Okay, that's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not, that's not, right. that's not percentage not points. It's not, yeah, exactly. It's not the metric system. It's not, it, that's our own thing. It's our own thing. You know, so no, not, yeah. not let me ask yeah. you a question. Why now? Like, it, okay, it was wrong to go to Afghanistan, right? 
Yeah. So it, it was always the right time to leave, right? Yeah. Um, and we were always making a lot of money off weapons, right? You know, now we're not dropping as many bombs, but the bombs are a lot more expensive. So are the planes that are flying the bombs. They figured out a way to keep war expensive, even though we're not dropping thousands of tons of artillery shells. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So it's still money making. Why now? Why is now the right time to leave? You mean, for, you know, for the money makers? Yeah, they're still making money. You know, it's smart bombs and it's stealth bombers and stealth helicopters and everything's, you know. Sure. Well, hey, there's ISIS in Syria. There's uh, Yemen. There's. So uh, you're suggesting that we're stopping the activity there and we're very likely to start somewhere else soon. Regal. No. Okay. So then no, I'm actually, I'm not suggesting that. But what I'm suggesting is uh, there's plenty of stuff that. You know, uh, places where terrorism can happen um, that we should we should have our eye on that ball. OK, but but and, the first rule of government spending is why have one when you can have two at twice the price? OK, so yeah. all those things you're talking about, Yemeni and different things that are happening in different places, that's all happening yeah. right now anyway. Like they, anyway. So. Again, I, I don't understand where's the profit in stopping doing this right now, because they only make profit decisions only. That's it. Well, I think that's a good. Uh, well, so the, but the thing of it is, the American people have had enough. They wanted out of uh, Afghanistan. The American that's people don't give two shits talking. about any. They, fuck that. The American people don't give a shit about that. The only reason we're talking about this now is because it's happening. Nobody. I didn't hear anything about Afghanistan the entire time COVID was happening. Did you? Nothing. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, that's when all of that, uh, I mean, the May 1st deadline was under Trump. That and, is a new, um, I'm telling that's a news story because they made it a news story, not because we were discussing it and then they were like, ooh, everyone's talking about this. We should do a story about it. That's not how that works. They do the stories, then we talk, right? So the people who are making money in Afghanistan, I think they could see that the American people were losing interest in staying in Afghanistan so, and wanted very much okay, so to be you, out of Afghanistan. Do you, who relayed that information? Was that something that they divined from reading social media posts? Do they have people planted all over the United States listening to people's conversations? How did they figure that well, out that we're tired of that? I don't know that they did figure it out. All I do know is that those that the that that was the reality and they must have been aware of it but they're making money they're still making as much money as they were making before who gives a shit there's even less violence there now than there was before and they're still making money so yeah. well, why would they forget we why. put a trillion dollars okay. we put a trillion dollars into afghanistan who put a trillion dollars in that you and i okay <laughs> So what the, what do they give a shit that we put that money in? They made the money and their friends made the money. Yeah. So what, yeah. That, that scam was making money from the day we set foot in there. That started making money. So that hasn't stopped. So my, again, my question is, 
Forget about why they stopped. Let's forget that. How did they get the idea to do it now, to stop? Why did they do it now when they're still making money the same way they were before? And it's a huge money. You said it yourself, a trillion. And that's just what's on the books, right? They began to see that this policy was not sustainable. How is it not sustainable? And they're trying to get out in front of it. How is it not because sustainable they, if it's they a giant money? It's a giant money making operation. How is it, it not? It's still profitable. How is it not sustainable? What change? Still have to have a certain amount of public support, and that was waning. And I think that's the answer right there. But <laughs> I, I mean, you know, look on the other side of it. Here's here's the Taliban coming along, and. Um, you know, everybody's going, what a what a what a failure. Uh, but the, the the thing of it is, this isn't happening in a vacuum. There must be broad support for the Taliban in Afghanistan, or it wouldn't happen. All right, pause that for a second. Um, yeah. If I was number two on that list of the five, let's say. Okay. Okay. And, and say that's Robert Mercer. Uh, who's the director of the NSA right now? I don't know. <laughs> that, that guy that must be number. That's got to be number two or number three, I would think. Um, so let's say I was the director of the NSA, and um, okay, and uh, okay, and so then and so then, someone I don't know who, but someone comes to me and goes, "Hey, look, we're not. We, we don't have the broad the broad public support uh, for the war effort in Afghanistan. It's time to get out." Yeah. If somebody said that yeah. to me, knowing the amount of money that we're making off of it, right? Yeah, honestly, what the fuck? Who? What is it? What are? What's what? And what are people going to do if they don't like it? And there's no one's going to protest a war in Afghanistan ever. That's no one's going to take to the street to that ever. So who who gives a shit if the American people like it or don't like it? At the end of the day, it's Once went through again. four different presidents: Republican, Democrat. It's just part of society that war. It's went on through four administrations. Well, they know, I think they knew going into it um, that, you know, it wasn't going to last forever. And I think. Why can't it last? Why wouldn't it last forever? Why can't it last forever? Why wouldn't it? Like what? <laughs> Once again, because the American people wouldn't support it. I, I just, I don't, I don't think they give a shit about what the American people think. I, I, it's a matter of degrees. Um, yeah. And to, I don't to, think to, anyone to, cares. No one cares about care. Afghanistan. Nobody cares about that. No one ever talks about it. But some people it. do. Some people do. And no enough way. people do that it begins to, um, I mean, all right. This is um, the military industrial complex um, pretty much owns Congress. But that's saying too much. Yes, people do have to listen to their constituents. The, uh, that's why Republicans are are such liars right now. You don't want to talk um, to me. You don't want to have this conversation. You don't want to talk to me about this. Why? This I'm is, talking this, to you about it right now. No, you're not. You're, you won't have the conversation. You're just, you are. Oh, I, I'm, what I'm telling you is public support is actually a real thing. I'm saying, I'm they saying, you're, I'm saying you're saying it has to be because otherwise, what do we got? That's what you're afraid of. Like if they, if they yeah. at least realize that you got to fool people. And if you can't do that, then you've got to, you know, change the policy. I'm saying they have already long realized that they don't have to fool us. They have to put on a show for us to think that they have to fool us. That's what I think. See what I'm no, saying? that's an 
right? It's a show. The whole entire <laughs> thing is a show. Even the part, Everything even where, the part where, where we the can began Watergate, kind of Watergate, everything. <laughs> Attica, Attica. Great movie. <laughs> awesome, awesome movie. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't uh, seen Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino, I we highly recommend it. And if you have a hard time with Al Pacino, that might be the easiest time you're going to have with his performance. Why would you have a? Okay. Just see the movie. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I he I don't know his his shtick a little. I'm saying me, but... we do not lead, we are led, right? And we're as a, American people or as as the USA. American people. Yeah. The general American public is led, and they are led by the information that they receive, right? Which is has and whether or not it's true has nothing to do with nothing it. to do with it, and almost every bit of that is studied and is presented can i say that it's not raw most of that information is produced yes so yes for for the effect that they think it will have so we are arguing about afghanistan for some reason we're arguing about afghanistan right now we've been we've been mm -hmm. brought to this moment strategically at this time yeah to have yeah. Our, to have our afghanistan conversations so the and all those troops are coming home blah 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 what what i'm saying what why are they doing this now i still don't under, i still don't understand who cares can it go on you're saying it can't go on for another 10 years is that what you're telling me because of public support but if it are you saying in 10 they're risking everything by letting it go on for 10 more years um there's you risking risk nothing it. whatsoever and nothing will happen in the next this will not become so fervent in the next 10 years that you still can't pull out instantly at any moment to save it so why wouldn't you ride it out till the very end because i think that's impossible you still have to you still have to get people to vote the budget for you know buying your uh you know military equipment for and you know all of that um, I mean, because that's exactly what it was. We outfitted the Afghan army and paid the arm arm uh, the troops. Uh, uh, we paid their troops their wages, uh, but we we uh, um, we're buying those the, all that equipment from American defense industries. I think the problem is we won. We won. We won the war. We won the Cold War. We. Do you see what I'm saying? Like we. We emerged as the as the as the the powerful military out of all yeah. of that, and what ended up happening is we killed all of the boogeymen. We either starved them out, we, we either bankrupted, starved the them out, or the, what's what's that? We ended up as the powerful, you know, the the one world, um, you know, top dog at the end of World War Two. We killed all the We've been Nobody wants war anymore. We've killed all the boogeymen. We star we starved out the Soviet Union. Our arch enemy is finished. Uh I think that suggests something that's not quite true. War has changed. It's become more like business. So our um and cyber attacks. So that's what that's uh, amongst the major powers of the the world. That's what war is now. It's economic war. It's cyber war. So let me ask, let me try this another way. Who are you afraid yeah. of? 
Like who's the boogeyman that you that you keeps you up at night? Um, I'm not. I, I don't sure. have one. So I I don't think I do either. Okay, so it wasn't always like that. There was a time. Yeah. There was a time when we laid awake at night. And what what were we afraid of? You know. So uh, yeah, Russia was the big bogeyman, but uh, that was never that was never real. That was just stuff whipped up by our, you know, militarists. That almost happened again with nine eleven, right? We almost we got another bogeyman out of that, right? This guy that can terrorize, oh, right. and organize this these terrorist things, you know, that was scary. That that'll keep you up. Al Qaeda, right? Yeah, that'll keep you up. But then the, but then that finished up too. So. I mean, we trained them, we trained them, we armed them, we formed them, we let them loose, and then we killed them, right? So I, I think what we're doing possibly with this thing, with Afghanistan, is creating our our next boogeyman. Oh, so we're going from Eurasia to East Asia now. Well, we're building a giant army. This Taliban thing, if all the Afghan guys defect, which they will, we arm them to the teeth. We're leaving all our equipment there. So now you have a 300,000 strong conventional army, right? Which it, the Taliban controls. Yes. Now that's, an, now that's an army. That's an army that yeah. can project its power across its borders in every direction. Well, I still think that's a bigger liability for the Taliban now that they're in control than it was before. The question is, do they want that Bible or do they want to make money? That's the question. Will will huh? will capitalism win them over now that they're in control of all those resources? A trillion dollars in, in raw materials they're sitting on. Like, yeah, will, yeah. Will I, they I think become they corrupt? Will the money corrupt them? Is my question. Yeah, I kind of think it will. Um, well, kind of counting on it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the play here. Although, so they're not great capitalists, though. I mean, I, I they don't even allow interest, do they? No, but, um, they, but they never had that kind of money before. And actually, uh, op opium uh, production went down under the Taliban. So you know, how they, smart was that? Are they savvy enough in public relations to figure this out? Right. right? right? They seem like religious ideologues, first and foremost. Absolutely. They seem to be completely, you know, but it was always, you know, a village and a goat farm. It was never, yeah, right? it was never this. It was never like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did have Afghanistan for a while. What, what four or five years? Something like that. I mean, if they could create they can't create a secular society. I get that. That's not going to happen. But yeah, but they could do like a modern. It's kind of. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. It, I don't think they can do it. I don't know. We're, well, ban plus, we're banking on the fact so there that there are will. millions of people in in Afghanistan who have been going to schools, who have been living as basically with a secular government and basically, uh, you know, religious freedom, democracy uh, to yeah. some degree. And suddenly overnight, they can't do it overnight. That's going to be dissatisfaction amongst millions of people in Afghanistan. Will they rise up and do what we were unable to do? Well, that see, that remains to be seen. Um, maybe. Although 
then then again, there's those people who will just you know flow with the breeze. Um, one guy, uh, so one woman was was talking about going to the to the market, and she had on you know that she had on the black gown, but she didn't have the face cover, and and so the grocer said, really, you should be wearing the face cover. You know, he probably would have, and she you know she knew him and all that. He he probably would never have said that to her had not the Taliban been in control. Right. So he's floating with the, in the wind. Well, you got to know we're embedded. We've been there for 20 years. We're embedded. The NSA, whatever you want to call it, you know, we're, we're there. We, the, our troops may leave, but our military presence remains. So I, I think if that's the plan. Okay, right. You know, the CIA is very good at doing that, you know. Right creating the resistance well of course that's one of the big beginnings of the the clusterfuck uh cia's overthrowing of mossadegh in in iran right. in 1953 well, we have a very limited playbook you know. well here's my hope is that there are some people who have learned from some of these policy mistakes. And, um, you know, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to myself and I'm kind of chuckling. But Well, no, I mean, it's uh, all on the Taliban. The Taliban decides what happens now. So, and it seems like they are stoning some people. There's reports of, yeah. there's reports yeah. of you know, them doing raids and going door to door and, uh, you know, uh, the mayor, the oh, female okay. mayor of Afghanistan posted a picture from her palace with her with her family, uh, basically saying, I'm waiting for them to come here and kill me. Yeah. Yeah. The heinous abuses religiously, you know, imposed whatever uh, of the Taliban. Uh, absolutely. You know, just horrifying. There's no question of that. Um, these are well, these are religious people. I mean, but can they get it? Look, it's all on capitalism. We're going to find out. We're going to find out right now what that money is really worth. We'll find out. You know, I I think you're I think I think that's a good point. And I I hadn't really thought of it uh, in terms of how capitalism might save Afghanistan, because it's capital capitalism that has actually been destroying Afghanistan in the past 20 years. So. Well, yeah, because um, they don't own any of it. Yeah, right. That's the difference. Right. This is United Fruit Company. You know what I mean? Right. It's a all lot over of, again. It's a lot of money, and now they will have their own sovereign control over it. Unfortunately, it's it's these fanatics who are in charge at this moment. But like you said, there's there's millions of Afghan citizens. Yeah. So they can get they can get shovels or 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 plastic stirring spoons and win that war if they're willing to do it so will they do it and can so once again even even for the afghan people who might not like the rule of the taliban i don't think they're going to overthrow them i think they're just going to subsume them it's 20 years they've been living with some i mean albeit in not the finest of circumstances but uh, like you said, some freedom of movement, education, 
you know. Yeah. It was a society forming slowly. So. <laughs> what a mess. You look at the pictures of Kabul in the early 70s. Well, so there's, some of this is it's really open question. Um, and it's kind of wait and see. Uh, this could go in a couple of different ways. I think it's that the that Afghanistan will just eventually, because of worldwide economic necessities, Afghanistan will enter the 21st century, which they have not yet. Well, we'll see. I guess. I mean, they're going to have to compete with Turkey, China. Um, they're going to have to compete in the the world now, and. And so the world is smaller now, too, than it was 20 years ago. Who had cell phones in Afghanistan? Who had internet access in, in Afghanistan? Most people in Afghanistan do now. They didn't then. Well, ask that question 30 days from now. <laughs> well, that's true, too. It, right? Because they're, they're confiscating <laughs> phones right now. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Once again, the internet's a genie that's really difficult to put back in that bottle, though. But it, yeah, but, they'd have to do. It. But then again, if yeah. you ban something, if you ban cell phones, then cell phones, then then the illegal importation of cell phones becomes a very lucrative business, and es yeah. especially when the CIA is cutting that check. So, I'm just saying, I you know, there's different ways. It's time to to do a cold war. Maybe it's time to do it in a different way now. Uh, what with radical Islam? I don't think is you know I don't think Islam is the I, I don't think Islam uh, is the enemy. I think I think uh, fanaticism is the enemy. Um, I don't and I don't think I don't think Christi I don't think Christianity is the problem. I think Christian fanatics are the problem. Oh, uh, sure, so sure. It's I don't have a problem with religion. I'm not a religious person, but I don't have a problem with religion. I think religion should be protected in the same way that arts protected, in the same way that education's protected, in the same way that the environment's protected. All of our human right. expression should be free and protected. But when you start getting into fanaticism, then I, that's where I part company. I don't. Yeah. Why the fuck do I gotta believe it? Then what? What happened to my freedom then? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why can I not get a job at Hobby Lobby and then get health care, which will pay for my, you know, abortion? <clears throat> Why are you imposing your religious beliefs on me? I read the is, Bible. Is I've what... read the Bible a couple of times. I don't see anything in there about, about I'm talking about the King James, you know, recognized Western yeah. version. I don't see anything in there about, about, subjugating the land you live in and making everybody, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't see that. I don't, maybe yeah, I missed right. it. I got to read it again. It's not a great story. <laughs> you know, it, it ends very well, badly. It's got some really interesting parts though. It's interesting, but I think Lord of the Rings is better. I mean, if you want to talk about like a long, film. I don't know. You read about David and Bathsheba and Uriah and, uh, there are some pretty. That's cool some pretty racy stuff. Well, they're all from uh, fourth century parables, so they're all like Aesop fables. Right. <laughs> so they're all, you know, all the stories have a purpose, you know, because they come from these tales that goat herders told each other in the fourth century. Yeah, you know. So well, that's how the, the turtle beats the rabbit. <clears throat> or maybe I've got a different mythology going on here. Maybe I forgot. I like the one where the dog's got the bone, and then he looks into the water and he sees his reflection. 
And then he's like, oh, let me get that bone too. And then he drops, oh, right. and then he drops he his drops bone. The... Yeah. 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 And then the reflective gets the bone that he dropped. Exactly. No. So then nobody okay. then nobody has one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it kind of you know, that's a greed parable, right? Okay. I yeah, right. What were we talking about? Yeah. I... <laughs> it's it's just so crazy. Oh, um booster shots, they're coming up. Uh yeah, it looks like maybe this fall they'll be recommending that uh we we reboost. I'll get it. Um I'll get it. Damn again, I gotta go in there and get poked. It's fine. Yeah. You know, if that's what CDC says, I mean if that's what the scientists are saying, yes. They're saying I even, mean, even if you got the J and J too. Yeah. Yeah, I never got a flu shot. I never got one. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it's and I never really, you know, felt very strongly about needing to do that. I never, As a really matter got, of fact, I never got the flu. Of, so, there's a certain amount of if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, in my you know decision making in there. However, you know, I I uh, I was afraid of getting COVID. It looked like a much more serious deal, much more life threatening deal, um, quality of life threatening deal, particularly if you know with. Uh, you know, some of these long lasting effects that people are talking about. Um, I, it just seemed like a much bigger deal and much, much more reason to go ahead and get that shot. And Hey, um, I, I'm just wondering how much, um, how much polio there would be if, if uh, the polio vaccine was just now coming out or the same attitude was, was a abroad a in the land when the polio vaccine came out. Shit, they killed polio. Oh, there's a bunch yeah. of them, right? They ended polio. That vaccine. Um, but only because everybody. I remember I didn't have a choice. I was at school when um, we got our polio vaccine. I mean, that they just came to the schools. Every kid got it. Boom. Hmm. No choice. Did you go with the Johnson and Johnson on that one too? Or <laughs> uh there was only two. One was Salk and one was Sabin. Um I think one was a shot and the other one was oral, and we wanted the oral, and the oral was even better, hmm. more effective. So see, I didn't I never got the flu shot because I never got the flu. I'm like, I don't need it. But then now I'm finding out that maybe, you know, that's I made a mistake by doing that. Like I should have got it. I should have not. You know, I'm te- you're teaching your body to fight it with the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, right. And just the fact that I don't need it doesn't mean my body doesn't need to learn that. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. Is because in my thinking too, there was something about a if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of thing. But um, right, you know, you should ward off what is certainly a possible scenario. Uh, and so that it doesn't break. And I think if you're actively, you can have any opinion you want, but if you're actively trying to push people to not trust the vaccine and not wear their mask and it's all bullshit, I think you really got to take a step back, you know? Yeah, that's the part that goes so much, so far beyond, ah, man, I think I'll not get it, you know? Uh, not only that, yeah, I don't get that. 
what is this Republican? Th- what is the thinking on that? It's just anti. Um, it's anti-democratic establishment. It's anti-Biden. That's all. There is no thinking. It's just the opposite. I, of, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but I mean, it was. It was. It happened before Biden. It's just Trump and Trump. Well, all right. Let's let's look at that. You know, uh, a year and a half ago, the. I think Trump saw, well, this could hurt, you know, locking down could hurt the economy and that won't be good for my reelection next year. I think that was the thinking right there. By Trump, you mean. So, yeah, for Trump. Right. And and so let's, you know, not push uh, hysteria over this vaccine and over masking and over these procedures and over locking down. And so they just, and then once they were there, they just doubled down on it. Well, and also the fervent fervency of the left. I mean, look, you, you know, if you give a if you give a Democrat the uh, a moral ground to stand on for an argument, you've got. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying they went they went overboard. Oh, you got to shut everything down. They they didn't want everything to be shut down either. All right, let me let so, me let me stand up for the moral the moral ground here for a second. Um, when when you're presented with these preposterous lies, you kind of go, "Hey, wait a minute!" You know, uh, you're you're nuts. You know, you gotta kind of go there. When when what your what your uh, the opposing argument is absolutely bug fuck crazy, it evokes that response from you. I know it certainly did me in some of the Facebook wars. I'm saying they're smart enough to have been more nuanced on both sides to work as a team. They work as a team when it comes time to get military money or anything or help the central banks. or They work as one organism in that moment, right? You're talking about the government? The government. Congress? Yes. All of a sudden, when it's time to give money to the central bank, there's no party lines. They meet. It takes a half hour. They vote. They get trillions of dollars. That happens. So yeah. so they can work together if it's important enough to them. So this stalemate, this this idea that there's a political stalemate, I'm telling you it's a fucking show. It's a show. That sounds a little cynical to me. It can't operate I think both you're... ways. It can't be both things. It can't be this. I think you're 80% correct and 20% wrong. How could I be 80% correct and 20% wrong? In the moment, because because they don't have a hundred percent of the power, they've got eighty percent of the power. Within seventy-two hours of the planes getting shut off, they were meeting and giving money to the central banks, trillions of dollars. That happened. Who? who which situ- Which one? Which situation? I'm saying right after the when COVID started, the moment before anything uh-huh. happened, before anything got shut down, before right at the very beginning, they gave a bunch of money to the central banks to try and because they were afraid there was going to be a destabilization. Trillions of dollars. I think it was like six trillion dollars. It was some crazy, crazy amount of money. In two thousand eight? In twenty. In twenty twenty. When I'm when saying when COVID happened. Right, right in March when the thing shut down, they gave money to the banks. Yep, to the central banks. They let them. They set something up where the central banks could borrow at zero percent interest, up to like six, some like six trillion dollars. 
so that they would have Why cash don't... flow. It was re- it was like two days. It was on CNN. They talked about it. Like two, maybe even one day. One day they reported on it. Emergency measure. Look it up. Look it up if you don't believe me. March, April of last oh, year. I, it's not that I disbelieve you, right? But um, it was a. I, and what? Why am I? In the reason it's because it was only in the news cycle for twenty four hours. <laughs> they don't. They're, they're not going to talk for two weeks about that because if you talk for too long about that, then the people are going to go, "Hey, where's yeah, our, right? where's our six fucking trillion? And as it turns yeah, out, yeah. we I, we went to each other's throats for one point six trillion. What did we get? Twelve hundred dollars in a check? Yeah. I'm telling you, and they didn't, we don't have enough money. They debated for months while people starved and lost everything. They debated about whether they could have that money. And it was three times more they gave to the central banks. Well, that certainly makes sense. Um, and it would certainly fit with the program. Uh, well, like in 2008, um, I think it was, uh, it was TARP wh- where we gave a trillion dollars to the central bank. And, um, and it wasn't until Obama got in the next year that they, we did the stimulus where, um, where you know, the people got a certain amount of, uh, a similar amount. I mean, the bank bailout, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. When it comes time to save uh-huh. the banks or do something for the banks, the very rich, it becomes this liquid machine that just is advanced. You know, it's like that metal that melts and forms into other things. Like it's it's <laughs> futuristic how fast and how efficient that body can move. Congress, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But then when it comes time um, to give us ten cents, then there's a there's a issue. Now it's a thing we need to debate along party lines. Yeah. That's a show. Well, because that's gonna cost um that's money out of their pockets. It's not going exactly. Um, no, well, it's not going to. It's all our money in the end, anyway. But it's it's not going. Well, to, if you tax, it's it, not going to if their you friends. Tax, sure, um, but if you tax Exxon Mobil, if you tax Amazon, and if you t- oh, do you hear where <laughs> Bezos is suing NASA because they awarded a, a contract to SpaceX? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so they're you know they're they're battling each other like they're battling us, um, and it's 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 war to them. I saw a funny thing. It was a Washington Post article, and it was like, uh, "Will tax will taxing billionaires hurt the economy?" Was the title of the article. Uh-huh. And then uh, someone under that was like, "Hey, who owns the Washington Post?" Bezos. <laughs> Bezos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot. Right. I forgot that he bought that. Yeah. So if you need an example of how, where the news comes from, you know. Hey, well, you know, the, the even the New York Times makes a lot of money. Look, I hate to be cynical. I hate to be cynical it. about Afghanistan, but in my experience, they do only do things to make money, and I can't figure out where the money is on this one. I can't. Well, that's that goes to my point that they realize that it can't just be about money. They've got at least fool people into support for the policy. And I think we're arguing, especially now at this time, there's so many more huge things that we're arguing about above that as a society yeah. that, that, yeah, that it will never come up even in conversation. So why is now the, the time it has to happen if we, if we're not even talking about it? 
We're not talking about the, this. Because, they, because this has been building to this. I for haven't heard anybody mention than... Afghanistan in at least three years. I forgot that we were there, actually. I thought we had left already. That's where I was at. <laughs> I thought we left 10 years ago for some reason. You know, I was surprised. I well, think a lot of people were surprised maybe, to find maybe out. Maybe it's an undercurrent. But the, 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 the reality is, yes, getting out of Afghanistan has been building. And there's been, you know, I mean, glimmerings in the news that you'd hear that indicated a weakening of our resolve to stay there. Um, this is when I, and, I wish you were more of a wingnut sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, what do you mean by wingnut? You know exactly what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like we can't do a conspiracy show, one show where we, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> no, I... I I want to, you know, call them as I see them. It's still a country, you know what I mean. That's what I would like to argue. You know, in closing, it's even if all it, the big octopus, the hidden octopus, running everything, it's still the United States. It's still a country. It doesn't. We don't lose anything by exposing the way it operates. I don't think. You think we? Well, lose, quite the antithesis. I think we gain something, right? Yeah, yeah. I do too. I'm not trying to fix anything. This is just for the historical record. <laughs> um, well, right. Yeah, I, I, that's my prejudice as well. I, 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 can we fix anything, you and I, you know, by talking about it, by people talking about it? Eh, in a small degree and in, by increments, yes. I'd say the answer to that is yes. And I think that's, I think that's the answer to your question about why Afghanistan now. It's just gradually been building to it. The fear of going back in time, traveling back in time, is that you'll make some small change, right? Oh, right. right. That will have a gigantic effect later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so why is it that we don't feel little things we do now can, can change the world that way? in the future. Right. I, it's certainly that does happen yet. Um, that's not human nature's. That's not the way we think. I think we're just, we think we feel stressed. Gotta, we feel bad big. because we're not immortal. We feel it as a pain our whole lives. Right. I know I do. Well, you become, I live you become acutely aware of it later. Uh, but as time goes by, you start to wear that a little bit more. Like, holy shit, you know? So I think we're, I think we want to make dramatic changes because we want to experience the changes and the adoration and the, we want, we want, we want to be that person, right? That changed the yeah. world. Okay. Right. Yeah. You can, you can, you can feel a tornado. You can't feel a, the flap of a butterfly wing. Burning down a house is more satisfying than planting a tree. Do you know what I mean? All you, with a tree, if you plant a little tree, you're never going to experience it as this 100-foot oak or whatever. So it's yeah, something you're it's doing. it's going to take 100 years to grow. You're not even going to be around for that thing to happen. But you're doing yeah. it as a gift to the future, right? Yeah, right. What's wrong with that? Gift to the future sounds good to me. I mean, it kind of seems like that's the way to operate. Like, you know what? Let's, you know, 
let's hook the future up by by fixing our situation here so they'll look back on us and go you know i you know yeah yeah i I, and i kind i kind of don't care what happens to my body personally after i die but i kind of like that idea where you know they put you in this uh pot and and plant a tree in with your you know remains and uh you're a tree oh yeah you're a tree. yeah yeah think about that there's one where they shoot you into space too did you see that one yeah well the tree stays here so i kind of like that idea would you rather space? be a, would yeah. you rather be a tree or would you rather be floating in orbit observing observing I, the earth well let's see you're not you're not observing shit yeah um, that's true but no, as vi- a tree no visual cortex yeah, good stuff hmm all right, well, write in and let us know whether you would be debris floating in space or a living tree on Earth. Yeah. Um, please vote for one. Please vote for one along party lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we, I obviously, we're both distraught about Afghanistan. Um, obviously, and everyone should be. I mean, you know, those people are losing. Basically. I'd say equal amounts hopeful and fearful about the future there. I used to go camping at Pollock Pines. Right. Uh, it's being evacuated today. Uh, for the Dixie Fire? Yeah. Calderon Fire, I guess it's hmm. called Fire. Yeah, um, that one might burn for a little bit. Yeah. So hearts go out to people in California, of course. Um, and if you look at all the fires that are around Redding, that's that's the marijuana capital of the world right now. A lot of danger there to the marijuana Murder infrastructure. Yeah. I got robbed. In, some... I got robbed in Reading one time. I'll tell you that story later. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of. Oh, you bet. Right <laughs> Definitely. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Ah, uh, yes. So, what did we learn? Good morning. Quagmires. Yeah. President is the fifth most important person. <laughs> Allegedly. Booster shots. And, booster uh, shots. Wait and see in Afghanistan. Wait and see. Uh, but, you know, a lot of refugees leaving, and I think the right thing to do is to bring them to the United States and set them up. Uh, since we left them hanging and failed to deliver a nation building. Well, I, I think you know we'll do this in a, in uh, in, th- in a two or three more days. We'll come back and we'll visit this and see. I, we might have a very different situation when we come back in a couple of days uh, to, to comment uh, further. And so we'll look forward to that. And uh, thank you, James. Thank you, Dave. And thank you to everyone listening. You've been listening to all you wonderful people on your preferred method. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao.